Welcome everyone to today's daily directional. These are navigational messages that help keep us pointed in the right direction. I'm Pastor Bethany, and I'm a learner, listener, and noticer of God. This podcast is a part of the Storytellers Collective. You can find us online at www.storytellerscollective.org. Good morning, friends. Today we have just a single verse. It is small but mighty. This is James chapter 5, verse 12. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear. Not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you will be condemned. So I think I've mentioned this before, but I was brought up Quaker. So actually for me, it was in the Evangelical French Church. And some of my very favorite stories of Quaker heroes when I was growing up had to do with this particular idea of not swearing, but letting your yes be yes and your no be no. It was linked to the concept of spiritual simplicity, as well as a deep-seated regard for integrity. I remember one story that I can't seem to find in written form, but it was about a group of kids trying to trick a Quaker woman into lying. One went in to see her and was invited in and began visiting with her. And then another came to the door. And while the woman went to answer the door, the first youth slipped out the back. When the second asked the woman whether his friend was there or not, the woman answered, well, I left him in the kitchen. The youths were amazed that she was as careful and as accurate as she was with her language, and they were inspired by her determination to speak plainly. There are also collections of other stories that have to do with refusing to swear oaths. For example, many early Quakers refused to swear to the truth upon the Bible, and consequently, they were thrown into jail. One story from all the way back in 1662 takes us into the recesses of Newgate Prison. A group of Quaker men had been thrown in jail for refusing to take an oath, and they were told by officials that the law requires you to take an oath so that we know that your statements are true. Yet these men refused, stating, a man's word is as binding as an oath, and it is wrong to swear. This belief that they held came from this particular scripture that we just read. So Newgate Prison was crowded and it was filthy. Men died regularly there because of the overcrowding and the lack of sanitation. And at one point, after one man died, a jury came with a jailer to check out the death. Quickly, one of the visitors on the jury said, We do not have to ask why one of these men died. It is a great wonder they are not all dead. So the next day, a sheriff came into the prison and told a few of the Quaker men that there was a room across the city in Old Bridewell Prison. He told them that he would send them there so they could all spread out a bit more. So soon, 30 men were packing their things and preparing to leave with the jailer. But a strange thing happened. The jailer should have accompanied them to the other prison, but instead he said, I know you are honest men who stand beside your word. If I have your word that you will go to Bridewell Prison, then you might as well go along alone so that you make it there by nightfall. The 30 men left crowded Newgate and headed out into the city. On their way, another group of men asked them who they were and where they were going. 
and these Quaker men told the truth. They said, we are prisoners going from Newgate to Old Bridewell. And these other men asked, well, where is your keeper? Why not slip away and go home? Why not escape? Surely this is your chance. But the Quaker men said, no, we have given our word. And our word, which we have given, is our keeper. Eventually, the modeling done by these strong Christian men and women toward keeping their integrity intact and speaking truth at all times and in all places, letting their yes be yes and their no be no, changed the requirements in the judiciary system. So now there is the option to choose between taking an oath or simply affirming a promise to tell the truth. Now, we've mentioned the need to speak truth before, since James is careful to warn often about our tongues and proper speech. Today, I wonder how fiercely you are willing to guard your integrity and the call to speak simple truth. I feel like James's words, again, do not swear, not by heaven or by earth or by anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no, otherwise you will be condemned. These words push me to a place of remembering again how easy it is to use lots of words in defense or to exaggerate in order to look or feel bigger or better than we truly are. It is a hard feat to keep our speech simple. And yet, this feels like another link in the understanding of how to not make too much of ourselves, how to remain humble, how to allow God to be the judge and not us.